Welcome to the Divorce Double Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint-hearted. Enjoy. Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 88. 28. We're 12 away from 100. Say yay. Hello. Yay! Hello. David and Rachel on the mic. Uh, We're actually in different locations for once. Rachel's at home and I'm at the office. So we're going to see how this works. Yes. Yes. Hopefully it shouldn't be an echo and or delay. But today we're talking about what, Rachel? Stage two Um, of... Stage two of... The four stages of post... Now what? I don't even know. Whatever. (laughs) I'm just going to talk. I'm divorced. Sign the papers. Now what? Stage two. From week one, no, after week one to a few months, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, from at the end of week one to six months. There we go. Hello. Got me all confused. Sure. I'm going to let you go with that one. All right. <laughs> so, what did you do I mean, first week one? I mean, I know you had your binger um, after where you had to leave your car at the place. Now oh, it's yeah. week one. Um, I, I left my car at the place it, twice. No, no, just once. Just once. <laughs> Um, I think with anything, you know, grief, death, divorce, it's always like, I've been this one day. I've been that two days. It's been three days. It's been, you know, a week since I lost, you know, that person or whatever. And divorce is very similar, like, you know, um, a death. So I think week one out, you're still feeling that numbness. And, you know, I believe as it gets further along, especially month six, this thing is less. Yeah. Um, I think the emotional roller coaster becomes less of an overdrive. Like it gets less and less and less, along with better thinking, um, maybe more logical thinking. Um, and your word being more intentional with your healing, you know, yeah. actually going after it, not just not just waiting for it to happen, but actually going out and doing something. Yeah. And it, you really have to learn how to take care of yourself because I the, you know, you sign the papers, but what leads up to that? The anticipation for anything is really, really. Did you not start the camera? I did not start the camera. <laughs> I mean, so once again, this what? is Divorce Devil episode 088. Are we, like, I thought for sure. No, 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 going to keep going. I thought for sure you didn't see that. God, busted. Uh, Divorce Devil episode 88, uh, talking about the second stage of a four stage. Divorce, post-divorce healing process. Here we go. Yes. Are we starting at the beginning or? No, well, no. I'm so confused. No, we're going to roll into it. We're letting it roll. So anyway, we, we talked about, about the jolt oh less, better thinking, more logical, more intentional, still having yes. some pissed off thoughts, but less, less. Well, and what I was saying is, you know, with anything, you know, the anniversary of a death, you know, um, a birthday. What's what's the weird thing that you think of a grief is, you know, the anticipation is always worse than the actual day, I think. But with divorce, it's, you know, I'm signing something that's ending another event. This is the end. So, you know, that roller coaster of um, just, you know, emotion, you got to you got to. You know, you you have to roll with the punch. And I think divorce, the process, prepares you for that. So 
the day of is really like that sting. And then it's like, oh, okay. So tomorrow when I wake up, I'm going to be divorced. A week from now, I'm, I am divorced. And then it's like, oh, two weeks. Then it's a month I'm divorced. And now, oh, I've been divorced six months. And a lot of times it just sneaks up on you that it's been like, I know I've been divorced two years and, um, I don't know what you're doing, but you need to stop. I'm not doing anything. Something is. I think it's, I think it's your computer. Yes, I can still hear you, but keep talking. And, um, so I think, you know, there's going to be stages where every day it's like, oh, fuck, I'm divorced. Oh, I forgot. I'm not going to do that with that person or my ex. Um, oh, here comes a holiday. I'm going to have to deal with that. So, you know, like I was divorced in July and the big, um, the next one was like, you know, Thanksgiving or Halloween or whatever. And it was now I definitely have to do this as a single person for my kids or, you know, this is all on me now. Or, you know, if you depended on, if you went, like I went to my ex's family for every holiday because my parents are gone. And so Thanksgiving was different and then Christmas was different. And then if you're in a relationship, um, how do you blend that? And you're like, oh, fuck. Well, I was married last time it was Christmas or, you know, so there's just a lot of things that are put into consideration. I think you just need to be, you know, gentle with yourself. And that brings up the intentional part. You know, you have to want it. You don't yeah. want to sit back and just wallow in your sorrow because yeah. because everybody has sorrow, but you have to move on from there. But it's hard, you know, like you say, you got to hit rock bottom sometimes, you know, in order to go yeah. up. But but sometimes people hit rock bottom and they don't see any way out. But right. but we're here to tell you there there is a way out and we've all done it and most of us have achieved it. Well, and two, you know, I think each each day, you know, especially after you've signed the paper, each day you have to, like you, you know, intentionally, but you have to decide that it's going to be better than it was the day yesterday, or it's going to be better than it was last week, and it's going to be better than it was the moment you signed because, like, mine took four minutes, but it started way before that, and it kept getting postponed, so it was. Each time I was anticipate, anticipating a day and then that day didn't come, it was like another punch in the gut. Like, oh, seriously? Like, how long is this going to take? And, you know, so mine was, okay, it's coming up. Here's the date. Put it on the calendar. Well, nope, scratch that out. Oh, here comes the date. Then scratch that out. So there was a lot of a lot of ups and downs. And then, like, if something else comes along, what are you laughing at? I've got a question. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so you said your your divorce took four minutes on so- WebEx, was it? WebEx? It was, it was a phone call. It phone was like, call. hey, hi, how are you? Yeah. So was that longer or shorter than your sex with your ex? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> That's why I love this show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do have children with him, so I guess it was good enough to you, get what I needed. Did you see my smile? <laughs> it's like, oh, man. No, like, like oh. what's your cat? Cheshire cat? <laughs> I, mean, I never say that right from Alice in Wonderland. Like your smile was like, oh, hey, it just jumped to my head. I'm sorry. I'm, That's okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, I mean, you know I how it is on the Divorce like Devil seconds, podcast. So. Yeah. You know how it is on the Divorce Devil podcast. So, bam. we crazy. Yeah. Mm. Dude, do you have a significant memory of like the first, you know, six months after? It's kind of a blur. Uh, mm. As a matter of fact, um, I remember just hurting, hurting, uh, trying to make sense of it all. Um, 
you know, like I said, my divorce took 18 months. So the 18, 18 months was easier than actually getting divorced. I equipped, e, equate the first six months to the first week of being asked for a divorce. Like it was just like a shock. So yeah. I, I think that legal factor kind of pushes it over the edge. Because you know you're going to get divorced, but it's, but it's like, bam, right in your face. Like it's, well, and the like thing it's real. That, you know, the crazy thing about it too is like when you're going through divorce, like a lot of times with, you know, like some people get mediation, some get lawyers and then you get the bills or then you get the, you know, oh, well, by the way, there's also this financial thing that you had. And now since you were married, now you're also responsible. Yep. And all like all these stuff, things kept coming to me at me after my divorce. And it was like, oh, something else I have to deal with. I thought that was over, but it's never really over, especially if you have kids and it just gets different. So as you've healed, you approach it differently too. So fresh out the gate, it's, you know, I'm hurt. I'm sad. I'm pissed off, but I want to be less pissed off. But, you know, I still have to deal with this person. And, you know, like if a holiday is coming, how do you split your time with the kids or, you know, who's yep. buying what? Or if your kid asks for this, are you going to buy two of those? Or can you get along enough um, to make it, you know, the least amount of damage that, you know, a divorce does? It's almost like I equate a divorce to a scab. You know, do you rip hmm. the scab off prematurely? Yeah. Do you leave the scab on for a while? Let it let it coagulate and, and heal. But sometimes just pick at it. Just pick, 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 pick. You want to make it bleed so you know you're still alive. Yeah, that plus you want to get it off you because it looks like a yeah. patch. So. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we all have scars physically, you know, more mentally, um, just from living life. And those emotional scars of, you know, I've got divorced for a reason. And, you know, sometimes the emotion just takes over and you're like, you know, why couldn't this have just been easy? Or why can't it just be like, hey, you know what? We're not working out. But all the stuff that it takes, I think you also have to be like, look at me. I survived that. And, yep. you know, a lot of it, you know, especially for us through laughter, we've learned that, you know, everybody has shit and it's how you deal with it. And, you know, how you you know, each, each, each thing that comes up, how you perceive it and, you know, deal with that other person, you know, you know, you talk about before, you know, like either pulling, pulling the trigger or having the trigger pulled on you. You know, what do you think the difference is in that week? Hi, to six Rosie. Months? Hi Rosie. Hello, Rosie. Hey, Rosie in the house. That's Rosie. Rosie in the Sorry. house. That's all right. <laughs> Rosie's like, Hey, what's up? She's like, Hey, I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Pulling the trigger. Yeah. So some people pull the trigger. Some people get the trigger pulled on them. What do you think the difference is with their healing from week from week one to six months? Oh, I think I can. I walked away, but it was, you know, we knew it was coming. And it was, <sighs> how dare you make me walk away? How dare you make me pull the trigger? Or the guilt, I think, is less yeah. of leaving. And then the anger's less. I mean, okay, shit, I left, but, you know, I have to deal with my own shit. And, you know, whatever my part in that leaving was, I've had to deal with it because I'm by myself, right? I'm I'm now a single person that was in a marriage. And so 
and that doesn't even mean relationship. That's mean I am my own individual now. I do not lo- no longer have a spouse. So all the shit that I would be like, you did this to me, or you made me do this, and this this is because of you, or blah blah blah. You have to get rid of that. So I think the the weight is lifted too. I think you become less grounded in your shit because you have to deal with your shit because it's now it's all your shit. Yep, yep. But I do feel that if you got the trigger pulled on you. Especially if you were blindsided and and yeah. you go through that, that's that's, a, that's how you extra, feel, David. That's <laughs> damn. That's you just lost Stop my thought. Stop beating man. around the bush. <laughs> I mean, unless that's what you like. Yeah. Damn. Oh, um, I just lost my train of thought. Shit. See, don't do that Pulled to me. Pull the trigger on you. How yeah. did you feel, David? Yeah, somebody pulled or- the trigger on you, and up, oh, I lost it. Are you there? I'm here. I can't. Can you hear me now? There we go. There we go. So someone pulls a trigger on you. I I think there's an added burden to the point where you're you're mad that you don't have control. Yeah. So if oh. so, someone someone is is pulling the shots and and they're the marionette and you're just sitting there getting your strings pulled. Well, and what did that help you do though? That helped you get your shit together though, right? Because now you're fight yeah, or flight. Yeah, yeah. You're in fight or flight mode. Like shit, I don't she's already got one up on me, right? Because yep. she knows that she wanted a divorce way before you knew. So she's probably got some of her ducks in a row. Yep. Before you pull the trigger. So it's so almost now like you're you playing have to play ketchup. Catch up. Ooh, ketchup. Yeah. Slug bug. Yeah. There we go. Uh punch buggy. Yeah. So you're playing ketchup. So it's you slug buggy. bug, punch buggy, whatever. Hey. <laughs> East Coast divorce bug. Okay. Divorce bug. So yeah, you're so that anger in of itself is one that's geared towards your person who pulled the trigger, right? So yep. um the person who pulled the trigger is like I'm fine because yep. I wanted it. That's what but I want. Yep. If, if you didn't want it and you didn't know it was coming, like the sadness is of rejection, you have that. Then you have the sadness of shit, how much is she prepared? Like how fast do I have to prepare to catch up? Or, you know, am I getting papers tomorrow? Am I getting them next week? Or, you know, has she even filed? And so all this stuff that you're trying to figure out, especially if you're not talking now because, you know, you're going through divorce, you know, definitely puts a strain on yourself, you know, so. And in addition to that, if they check out first, you know, the person Hmm. that checks out first, doesn't win, but they have an added, they have an advantage over, over the one that hasn't checked out because the one that hasn't checked out is is still wallowing in the relationship, but the other one is, is like done. It's like, hey, I'm I'm I'm, yeah, I'm done with this. If you're, go ahead. No, yeah. I'm uh, done with this, and and I'm moving on. But the other one's like, hey, what just happened? Hello. Yeah. yeah. And then you have a more like your emotional stake is different too. You're like fighting for your life. And that may come off as I'm a fucking asshole. I'm going to be an asshole because you hurt my feelings. And, you know, I think we've actually learned that a lot since COVID and stuff and learning to you get your feelings hurt. And now the whole world is in. Well, guess what? It's going to happen. We're going to deal with it. And you you got to learn. I think we always say this, too, is you have to heal from your shit. You're a part of it. And then, you know, whatever the other person does, does it really fucking matter? I mean, you're getting divorced. So it's, you know, blame game or not, I'm hurt because you don't love me anymore. You don't want to be in this anymore, but I'm still in it. But once one person isn't in it, it's, it's really hard to save. You know, it's really hard to be like, oh, he half loves me or she half loves me. And 
Hey, some people stay together with that shit. Some people stay together for the kids. Some people stay together for the dog. They they stay together and it's... Yeah, how do you split the dog in half? The man takes the dog. It's a man thing. Sorry. No, what is that? Like, you know, the... Bible thing where the the someone was going to get cut in half and the mom was like, no, no, yeah. I'll save the baby. And then the baby, I don't know all the stuff. But you know, you know, you know, it's kind of like hi ho the dairy, you know, the farmer takes the dog. Yeah, there we go. I'm pretty sure that's not how it goes. I think that's how it farmer goes. In the dog. Yeah, the farmer farm. takes everything. The when wife he gets takes divorced. everything. The wife <laughs> takes everything. <laughs> the wife yeah. checks out last. The wife checks out last. <laughs> I hope the Mary, you know, the wife checks out. I hope. She's a hoe. <laughs> She's a hoe. Oh, uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> we still got to do divorce squid games. Seriously. We, we got to jump oh on God. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the, the, the prize is the best. You get divorced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. If you lose, so you the have one, to. So the one that gets divorced on round you lose, yeah. is the one that checked out first. So, yeah. so, so let's, let's check out this dichotomy. You check out first, but you heal first. That's almost like a, like an accelerated healing. You know, you know well, what I mean? Do you think, I think once you determine that you want a divorce, you've already started healing, right? Because yeah. you are no longer, so whatever made you decide you want a divorce, whether it was, you know, selfish, if it was. You know, I don't feel respected. I don't feel this. You're changing the dynamic of this marriage already. So to me, that's already a piece of healing because I'm no longer going to let you talk to me like that. I'm no longer going to be your bitch. I'm no longer going to be, you know, the one that takes all your shit, but yet you're nice to everyone else or no longer allowing your family to talk to me like shit. So that there is the phase of we're either going to make this better, which, you know, we're all for. Or we're going to divorce. And so uh, when we're divorced, people uh, are going to take sides. So then you're healing of like, oh, that one didn't reach out to me at all. So fuck off. Because you know how many fucks I give. Yeah. Um, Three. That one reached out, but it hasn't really reached out. Kind of like, hey, how you doing? I may forgive them a little bit. I may, you know, give a, give a little more fucks. Because, you know, oh, that's not about forgiveness and stage two. Oh, <laughs> forgiveness is not a forgiveness is not a real priority in stage two. I think because you're still wrong. No, no, no. Six months yeah. after you, I think you you have to forgive in stages in the process of divorce. But, but first, you, you got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive yourself first. You got to forgive yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. First and foremost. And I, yeah, and when you sign the papers, it's like, I forgive myself for ending something that was supposed to last forever. That's that's a big step because I felt like when I signed my marriage things, oh, I'm going to be old with this person. We're going to, you know, retire together. Signing the end of that is really a big, big deal because it's like I just signed the death of my marriage. So you have to deal with all the, the, the fucks that you gave. You're going to give different fucks, right? So so we're not talking I no fucks. We're talking different fucks. Different. So, I think, so I there's think different fucks, the fucks in stage gave, two. Now have changed, right? Because now, you know, I may have given a fuck that you were an asshole and I can, I can turn you into a nice person because I knew how to deal with you. Well, now I give no fucks of how you act because I'm still going to act the same way I did. You know, so I think the the tone and, you know, 
the level of fucks changes. So we've got to the point where we're changing fucks. Mm, yeah. The fucks are changing. Yeah, because I like, okay, so here's an example. Before, if I knew my ex was going to be in a bad mood and we had something to do or people to see, I would start like, okay, so we're only going to stay for this long. And then if you feel like you need to leave or you want to go or it's not your people or blah, 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 I was preparing to have a bad time because I knew the mood of my ex would change my mood. So now I'm like, I'm going to be me a thousand percent. And if you can't handle that, that's not on me. And I think, you know, which is what like you should have done really in the first place. We're all wrangling. Yeah. Well, so what done the first time. Yeah. So it's like, I no longer have to caretake for that person, but I also have to make sure my words don't affect him. So it doesn't affect my kids. So you were so squirrel. Different. Check it out. You were squirrel wrangling all the fucks. I was. <laughs> And I, was, I was really fucking good at it. You were the squirrel really, wrangler of fucks. I'm a perfectionist at squirrel. That is for sure. Oh, yeah. But you were wrangling fucks, though, man. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was and, riding high with my fucks. And didn't know it. And had no clue until after you were going through a divorce. Yeah. And I think learning who I was and what my role in the marriage was. I mean, again, my marriage was great until it wasn't. Until I woke up and it was, you know, people are woke, whatever that no, until I saw it took me moving to a different state away from the big picture mm -hmm. of family of my ex to see that's not how family supposed to act. Now, my mom was exactly like my ex's family, same makeup, same dynamic, same mental status, I think. My dad was my saving grace, but my dad also passed away a long time ago. So once I moved away from that, then my, my mom also passed away. So once I moved away from that and saw like, that's not how families act. That's not how people are supposed to talk to each other. You know, you're not supposed to always be fighting for your life verbally, you know, mentally, sometimes physically. I mean, there were some physical brawls, like, you know, like whatever. So learning that that's not how people act is a big deal. We're going to call that. Ready? We were going to yeah. call that divorce woke. <laughs> divorce woke. Like copyright that. How do you, do you copyright words? God, we're going to copyright everything. Divorce woke. Oh. You had a divorce woke moment. Say, hey, this is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. And it took my kids saying, hey, you don't seem happy. Because you. if you listen to this podcast, I'm a pretty happy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I guess motherfucker. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have so many things to say, but I won't. I know it's so right many things. Here. It's just like right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Word vomit. Mother, <laughs> father, I will be your motherfucker. Put your tiny hand in mine. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's a song, by the way. I don't know that one. Father figure, George Michael. Oh, seriously. Wow. Anyway. Maybe it's, oh, again, you know what it is? Tone. Your tone. <laughs> That's it. I forgot. We, we're going to break this out. This is not on me, people. Ready, this is ready, not on me. Ready? We're going to break out into divorce. I will be your father figure. That one. Put your time. That's hand tone. Mind. That's tone. Yes. Yes. We're you have, have a, none. We're going to have a tone fight. So. Tone woke. Tone woke. <laughs> I can't. I can't with myself. Oh, my God. It was funny. You ever been so tired you don't like yourself? God, That's where I'm at right now. We don't even drink before this, which is so funny. 
just think if we drank before one of these. I'm like, oh, my brain hurts. Just think if we drank before these. That'd be fun. Oh, we need to do one of those. Like, we need to do a weekend version of this. Oh, at the bar. We got to find a place that will, like, host us. Hmm. Get on it, David. All right. Get on it. Okay. All right. So, so what was your, what was your favorite part of stage two? Stage two, your favorite part. So my, so my least favorite part was learning like who wasn't on my side. Mm. My most favorite part was learning who my tribe was and really embracing the friendships that I, you know, some of them were acquaintances and they reached out more than my ex-best friend. And then some of them were, you know, friends of a friend who reached out, Hey, I just went through a divorce or I'm going through a divorce, you know, I may not have all the answers, but, you know, here's who I spoke to. Like one of my friends sent me to the group divorce thing. And she goes, I'm not one-on-one. Like I get panic. I freeze. I, I'm not good at like spilling my beans, but there's a group and you can listen or do whatever. And so I really learned who was in my court and, you know, and then, you know, having Lance and, you know, seeing a different dynamic. And he was a year when I got my divorce, he was a year out of his. So he's like, yep, that's normal. Yep, that's normal. And you go, well, of course, I cried a lot more because I'm just emotional. I have cried a lot less, though, since. The yes, you have. You have. Um, I think it's a podcasting. And, that's that's. Done and it. I think having someone in my life that just went through it, he's like, yeah, that's that's how this this shit works. There's no rule book, but we should write one. Hmm. And so I think. Divorce devil help help that. Like we're writing our own chapters and letting people know that whatever you're feeling, it's normal. Yep. And even if it's not the exact same as David and Rachel's, it's it's normal. Which, it's which shit. is scary because we got some crazy shit. Uh, the one of the things yes. we didn't talk about in in stage one or two is uh, therapy. Mm. Therapy can be important. You know, not everybody needs it, but some people yeah. do need it, and it's very good to recognize that you need it. So did you go to therapy after you were divorced? Because I like I decided I was getting divorced, and like two weeks later, I was in group. I went to group therapy at the end of my divorce. So um, I was halfway through group therapy when my papers were signed. Okay. Yeah, and and you know, like we said, you know, it's a bunch of like minded people. So you you find out that your shit's not all that bag of bag of chips because people got crazier shit than you. Well, it's funny because um, the guy I was dating before I met Lance, I actually brought him one time because he had definitely not dealt with his. Actually, I don't even know that he was actually divorced. He may have even been married. <laughs> but whatever. That's a different podcast. Um, I brought him with I me. I never saw a divorce decree. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. I never saw the papers and, you know. Have, hey, you have, know. have you seen Lance's papers? Oh, he's got papers. <laughs> I need to He's see got your all papers. The shots. I, I need to see your papers. <laughs> I need to see your papers. So my favorite- I mean, I do know some people that, you know, go to the doctor and get their, you know, sexual stuff. Um what, what do you call them? To make sure they're safe to have sex. You know what I'm talking about. Talk about shots? No. <laughs> yeah. Pin VK? You're, five, five you're sexually transmitted shots. Yeah. <laughs> million units of Pin VK? What? What are you talking about? Yeah. They go and get their blood drawn and make sure they don't have any sexual transmitted diseases. Oh, got you. That that they yeah. have a... Well, here's okay. your papers. Yes. Here's my papers. You might as well wear a body condom at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we know some people who probably should. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to leave that alone. So my favorite part 
is kind of opposite of yours. During that stage two, it was more getting rid of people, not seeing people yeah. again. I think that's uh, part of it. Just ripping the Band-Aid off. You know, you're gone. You're no help. Um, and with me, I actually have to throw my mom to the curb for for a little while because she wasn't any really? help. Yep. That was, that was kind of sad. But mm-hmm. I, I figured out that in order for me to heal and get to a better place, I had to throw it to the curb. You know, we're better now. But uh, back then, she, she wasn't a help. Well, too, like right after you sign the papers, like family – family dynamic changes. I mean, when you're still married, it's almost like you're still connected, but like by really like by spider webs. Right. But then when you're divorced, those are broken. And then you're like, well, you know, we were really good friends, but now that we're divorced and you're part of his family and you know, this and that, like I have a wedding coming up and none of my family's going, well, now I'm like, why am I going to go? Cause after that, like, what's my take in it? So um, yes, I helped raise those kids and, um, especially the one who's getting married and my kids aren't going because their dad wasn't invited, but he's their family. So it's like this weird, crazy wow. thing. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to go if my kids aren't going. Yep. That was one of my main reasons going, but then I'm like, how do I honor that relationship I have with my nephew and let him know I still care. Cause of course I still care. I've known him his whole entire life, babysat him when he was literally born. And so, but also honor my old dynamic yep. of my children fighting for their dad. It's like their dad cross, uh, of, uh, between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yes, I'm going to send a gift, but I'm not going to fly to New Jersey and, you know, dishonor my family, even though he's my ex mostly, but my children yep. and saying like, you know, you're, you're not inviting their dad. So they're not going. So it's, you know, there's a lot of things, a fine line, like my sister-in-law's, Two of my sister-in-laws, I still talk to. We Facebook message, you know, anytime they post anything, I love you, sis. You know, we've always, like, mm-hmm. bonded over the crazy. Um, but one of them, like, hasn't talked to me since before the divorce. So and that's, that's okay. That's, that's, that's okay. That's totally okay. But then I also remember the dynamic in the family, too. Like, they don't really talk to anybody because they don't like what everybody else has to say about them. So you can't, it's like, you can't make people like you, even though you're so likable. Yeah. And listen, yeah. if you can't get along with me, you probably should look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and again, I have my moods. I have my I'm, moments. And I'm, I'm learning to not shut at down. the man in the mirror. Hold <laughs> on. Let me check. <laughs> that was Last right on tone. That was, that, that was right on tone, Luke. Okay. Michael Jackson, man in the mirror. I'm yeah. 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 That. Mm-hmm, yeah. All right, Tone Luke. Well, we're gonna we're gonna uh, party on wing with this uh, podcast, and we talked about the second stage of the four stages of post divorce. And I think one, the main two, thing too, six months after signing the papers, be be kind to yourself. I mean, you know, if you have to take a couple of days of work, it's okay. You're going through a life change. Yep. Like these are the life stressors. So be kind to yourself. Be kind to your family. And take if care you of yourself. you don't see eye to eye, guess what? It'll work out, David. David. <laughs> <laughs> you did not just cap on me. No, you did not. No. Yeah. But, you know, so. just go with the flow. Be be our authentic self. Heal. You know, hopefully you can do it in a healthy way. And, again, you can always reach out to us. If you have any questions, again, we don't know all the answers. And we're not professionals. We just like to look help like people it we just look like i it. like to hear my own voice yes. you know yes especially hearing me sing yes yeah i love it yes we actually had someone uh email and say they like hearing me sing 
<laughs> Kudos to that listener. Ah! I will send you the. I think I'll send it to you. You should. Okay. I have fruit. I mean, I am just the talent, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Bye bye. Love ya.